0: or by accident, been hijacked, or forced to come here. We hope that you're choosing here to come here by choice. You've, you've reached Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we help people explode into their lives through full impact mindfulness. And we're looking for people who want to create their lives rather than find themselves. If you have the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try, which are the only admission price here, Welcome aboard. Jump in the canoe and start paddling, and let the adventure begin. As always, I'm Jim Ellermeyer, I'm a behavioral health therapist, and today we're joined by our new friend.
1: I'm I'm Ryan. Uh, I perform as Ryan Zane uh, as a professional wrestler around here as a hobby. Um, yeah, and then work work a Joe job, and I I like that just fine. You're a, I say Joe job. I love I love my
0: gig. <laughs> You're a professional
1: wrestler. Professional, yeah, we can we can use that term loosely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a hobbyist.
0: Well,
1: you. Uh, thank you though. That that's like the that's the nomenclature. Yeah, that's, you
0: are a term. professional wrestler. You perform in front of crowds. Do you not?
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's true.
0: All right. Good. And you've developed a skill level to do that. Yeah. Because I've watched some of your matches.
1: Ah, shucks. Uh, thank you. And yeah.
0: Well, I'm not. Uh, I if I thought you were a bag of moldy cheese, I'd get around to telling you so. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I watched I, I watched the matches, that. and it looked like you knew what you were doing in it. A- so it how did so you, good. so how did you get into professional wrestling? Like, um,
1: as a thing to enjoy or as a, as a thing to do actively. How life? to get into it. Um, oh.
0: there's people out there right now saying, well, how do I do that?
1: I was constantly curious about it. Constantly curious about it. Uh, I'll say like for my whole conscious life, just like, what is this thing? And wanting to do it, uh, cause it looked bouncy and fun and it was spectacular. Uh, but not until I was like 18. And some local indie wrestler had posted about an open mat, an open ring uh, in the area. It was about a half hour drive from my house. So yeah, I did that and came back about a year later. I tried to do like community college, but it just didn't suit me. And uh, yeah, then I just started working full time and training and uh, trying to work full time or being in between jobs and keeping up with that. And I don't know, just chased it down. Uh, I identify it now as like, what I wanted more than anything was like to run away with the circus.
0: I think a lot of us have had that idea. Yeah. I'd like
1: to think I fulfilled it.
0: Well, you know, people have to deal with reality, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it's occasionally wonderful to take some flights of fancy. How do you mean? Well, to sit and dream and why I encourage people to dream. I encourage people to be creative and you talked about being curious Mm -hmm. uh that's that's a real talent and a gift that a lot of people have lost
1: yeah uh shucks yeah um yeah i still like i'm like third i'm 34 years old and i guess like i'm still imaginative about things and I, i hope that that's not all like just delusion and stuff and i try to keep uh you know my imagination grounded in reality or focused in like my practice of what i get to do wrestling
0: well, what I encourage people to do, Ryan, is to keep their head in the clouds and their feet on the ground.
1: Well, I've heard that before. Uh,
0: I've heard, where have I heard that before? We always want to explore possibilities and be open because have the have the beginner's mind like a 3 or 4-year-old child where we can imagine that all futures are possible.
1: Yeah, that's the only way to like actually have new new discovery in your life too is like yeah, thinking about being at the beginning. Um, and yeah, I, I guess I never, I never imagined that I know everything, you know. There's, I know very, very little. Um, then I think about like stuff I've done, and there are plenty of people who haven't left their hometown, which is crazy to me. Um, and still, like, whatever I've done in my life, like, I could still do more. I haven't left, I haven't really left the country. I don't have a passport. Um, things like that. I don't know why I'm thinking about it specifically as travel, but.
0: Well, every day's once in a lifetime, <laughs> and everybody has twenty-four hours. So who, so, who are some of your heroes when you were growing up, Ryan, or he, heroes now?
1: Um, I'm trying to think of outside the realm of wrestling, but that's tough, ain't it?
0: Um, well, if it's wrestling, then it's wrestling.
1: It's definitely Mick Foley. It's uh, his like commitment to the bit, as we like to call it, but really his commitment of his like body and his mind creatively to the process. Um, and how like visceral he made his art, um, is very grounding in humanity and also in like, uh, psychology and, uh, sort of trying to like unravel madness as a character. Uh, but then like in his retirement, his like philanthropy and his like, uh, focus on soft things and connection to his family. Um, those are all things like I admire and aspire to, uh even if like now I'm not a family man or uh, like have what I perceive as the capability to give back uh, much more than I, I possibly can. Like uh, that's who I looked up to. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, there were a couple of people growing up along the way, like high school teachers, et cetera. But when I think about it and what I obsessed who I obsessed over, uh, if I think about a hero, a bad guy,
0: no, nah. Okay. Well, that's kind of ironic because when I was watching your matches, you had longer hair in these oh, matches yeah. and you had a longer beard mm-hmm. and I'm certainly mimicking you, him. You were yeah. actually you had facial expressions like like him. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought.
1: Shucks. Uh yeah, it's it's almost entirely mimicry too just um and, and some of that comes from like within in my like my perception of how I should be emoting and reacting in, in any moment. But like a lot of that uh, is like learned mimicry from like constant study. Um, not that I, I don't really study a whole lot anymore. Like I've lost that, um, edge and focus. And especially in the past couple of weeks, like I've started the year and just kind of taken a step back from doing much. Okay. There's one, one match, um, a couple of weeks ago and I like sprained my knee throwing a jab, which yikes feels, uh, like 13 years in, give or take a lot of time off in the light, what I'd call a pretty light schedule and career. Um, yeah, like doing that is like a little embarrassing and stuff and it makes me feel old. Like I just turned 34, but then I like slapped a brace on it, went up to New York two days later and like worked a super fulfilling
0: gig. You also have a, uh, uh, persona that you, put on in the ring also
1: aside from like me with
0: uh yeah you wear a mask yeah. and you uh
1: i can yeah I don't, I don't mind unwrapping that so yeah i uh worked for a bit as argus that's like a gecko and i got that character from working in a promotion in philadelphia like they gave that to me uh because I, I had to source the mask and the gear and, and do all that and kind of invest in that but yeah um i don't know ask ask me a question about being argus
0: well uh what I wanted to relate it to is to real life, okay. And uh, mental health. Many people go through their lives, Ryan, wearing a mask. Gotcha. And they they have different personas they present in different, different situations. People. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've I've certainly seen that with like people I encounter in life. God, it's like almost always painful. It's almost always painful when like you see uh, the other side of someone after however many years or days or weeks, but like. Oh. Um, anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> well, those are people that haven't gotten acquainted with what we will call their authentic self. Right, okay? right. I concur. They're still trying to create this type of persona that they think other people uh, will relate to,
1: or need, or want, or appreciate more than themselves. Which is like, um, I don't. I'm trying to tailor my language, and also this sounds really judgmental, which is it's just kind of messed up. <laughs> It's messed up to worry, have to worry about uh, like who you are internally and how you'll be perceived outwardly, um, and then like mask. I feel like that's where a lot of like people get dodgy with their behavior too, because there's there's so many like fronts they're trying to juggle that like morality gets blurry. But anyway, almost. Well, please know does. yourself. Well, yeah. the Buddha. I, I probably do it a lot still too.
0: The Buddha says that uh, what other people think of us is none of our business. Okay. Yeah. So if you develop stronger self concept stronger self-esteem, uh, an identity formation, mm. you really don't care what other people think about you. Yeah. Because you're not trying to impress anybody. Mm-hmm. And most people go through their lives comparing themselves to others. Yep. If I only mm. had this, if I only had that, mm. if I could wrestle like Ryan, if I could <laughs> I hope me. not. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people out there that, uh, Admire professional wrestling club. I, I admire the skill level that uh, is shown on it in these matches.
1: Thanks. You know, it's often perceived as like, uh, like simpleton entertainment. And uh, sure, I understand that perception, but that's very nice to hear just from like anyone to say I, I appreciate the skill set involved and uh, like how difficult it is, even on the low level. And I think like my perception of like where someone's skill level should be and like where I'm performing lately, they don't match up. Um, to where I'd like to be, and that's not uh, that's just my own personal expectation. But also, I'm having so much fun that I kind of care. I care less. Um, but where, where was I going with this? Just thanks. Thanks for like. It, it's it's tough even when I'm like,
0: I hate to say it, but like kind of phoning it in lately. We often talk to people about expectations. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. and most people in life. Uh, when they're depressed or they have anxiety, Mm. they're trying to live up to unrealistic expectations of themselves or what they believe others have on on expectations of them.
1: Oh yeah. I had to get out. So like personally, I had to get out from under that with, uh, probably my immediate family, um, before I could like survive. And I really had to like force survival when I moved to Philly to go do Lucha, uh, which started really as like a lot of sleeping on friends couches until, I knew I'd I'd outworn my welcome, and like spending a little time in my car before moving in with some guys, and like eventually hearing less and less about what I needed to do because um, I was doing everything that I needed to do to survive, and like it became so simple for me to just like shut out um, any perception of like I need to go back to school and finish and get a degree, or I need to and anything really move move back to Virginia, which God. Oh, it just just wouldn't have worked out for me. And I tried it once, and it didn't.
0: Well, sometimes I ask people, I say, where's that voice coming from?
1: I think, for me personally, uh, if I had to answer that question, a lot of it comes from home. And I had to, like, I've had to shed that uh, to not hear it anymore. And that's been, like, crucially freeing to my life, to uh, my my soul, whatever that is, or my, like, emotional stability, Mm -hmm. and ability to start self-regulating and not looking like, like up to either my folks uh, or my older brother who like mm, um whatever whatever there's like ever levels of abuse in a family but who weren't great uh to me right. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't want to harp on it too much where we can get into it whatever
0: uh it depends so on where your you question share lead. share with whatever you feel comfortable with well, yeah that's that's but, about it but we people feel people feel like we, we always ask where did that uh where did that behavior come from we always have to ask people. We can treat symptoms, okay? Mm-hmm. But we, Unless we find out where what's driving behavior, nothing will be
1: accomplished. Yeah, I think I, I worry a lot like these days and what I'm focusing on in uh, my practice is like um, any any like sign of a temper, um, and that's still like when I least expect it, kind of like rears its rears its head where I'm so frustrated in a situation or with even even with other people or my own expectations with them or myself, you know, I, um, I get frustrated and God, I'd like to rest that like from my spirit, but I know it like it comes from, uh, kind of like conditioning of like uh, conditioning to a violent household and hearing a lot of yelling and door slamming and shit like that, like then informs my immediate reaction to things when, um, how do I put it when, like, the steam engine is full and yeah. hasn't been let off, when, or in the uh rocket ship is full of fuel but yeah. hasn't been ignited, um, etc. Or I haven't like dumped fuel as it were. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: a lot of times we carry that pain of the past around with us into the present,
1: yeah. And I, I do that, and I, w- I just like, oh god, I w- I've worked on it for so long, just think- thinking about it and focusing on it. And I hope I haven't like obsessed
0: over it well but I've, I've talked about this tattoo to a lot of people so of course so dokey dokey. what, what does this
1: say abracadabra
0: yeah when you Okey-dokey. so when you think of abracadabra ryan what comes to your mind
1: um like silly fantastical magic like something really really goofy honestly like a guy in a top hat producing a bunny from that yeah, top hat,
0: making something appear
1: yeah yeah so what do i like uh, tell me more
0: well uh it's actually a real word it comes from the bible's jesus time it's Aramaic and roughly what it translates. <laughs> Wait, into. Ever could ever is
1: Aramaic. That's correct. Okay, cool, cool, I, cool, cool. What I
0: speak, what I, I speak, what I create, I create what I speak. Okay, eighty okay. percent of cognitive behavioral therapy is about changing the language in the way you speak to yourself. Mm. I call it reversing the curse. <laughs> uh, learning how to speak to yourself like you'd speak to a friend.
1: Mm-hmm. The cool
0: kids today call it manifestation or vision boards. Right, but it's right. Uh, it's just just that's just a different buzzword for today.
1: Yeah, or like intention like okay neato. yeah Neat. so
0: the more you learn how to reverse the curse and learn how to speak to yourself as a friend and counter that inner critic inside of you yeah uh,
1: lately it's been that and I think I've got to remind myself that like I'm I'm a sweetie who likes to bake honestly and what I want is peace in my life but uh yeah
0: yeah well I
1: should remember to like say that more often you could choose to I could yeah, you could choose to. I should write it down when I get home.
0: Well, <laughs> and one of the uh, one of the things that we always want to do is plant flowers and pull weeds. There's so many negative people in our lives that if they're... What return... Of, I often ask people, what return are you getting out of your investment in this relationship? And right. A lot of a consist- time it's minimal. Yeah.
1: With a consistently negative person too. Yes, I understand. Uh, I definitely understand that more recently too. Um, and like, not to... I don't know, not to excuse myself for, like, any guffawing and, uh, like, lashing out, but a cons- that, like, consistent negativity was something I was enduring, like, a constant dark cloud that I didn't have uh, over my head, um, and, like, I felt like that drove me to, like, my my wits end, my worst, like, my, my maddest, my madness, Ugh. and, like, I do have to continue to uh consciously protect my like relationship boundaries and who i spend this time with and really listen to what they're what they're telling me and saying um and consider that and how it affects me because it it brings out the worst in me and then like once i'm the worst uh (laughs) once i'm the worst version of myself oh god i'm the worst you know (laughs) uh do do you understand what i'm saying i'm glad
0: you didn't bring that person (laughs) tonight oh
1: yeah 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 i wouldn't uh, I don't usually, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not like, there's not a lot on my shoulders right now, except, you know, I've, I've got a day job and it's a blessing. And, uh, I got a couple like, a couple leg injuries right now. But, okay. Uh, like I have health insurance and a roof over my head and I eat whatever I want. Well, that brings <laughs> I should me... exercise more. My expectation right
0: now is like, I've got to start taking care of Well, you could choose to. I could, ch- I should. Not only could well, I. Well, if we replace, if we replace those shoulds and have tos and need tos with, I choose, I think you'll find that uh, you'll feel a little better about yourself, buddy. I'm going to get on the bike tomorrow when I choose to. I like the way <laughs> you're talking now.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I've been thinking about it a lot and then not activating. I've been playing video games and chilling out and like enjoying the start of the new year and, and uh, thrumming through like winter. kind of like, I'm hibernating, but I really shouldn't be. Like I should be stretching and uh, regularly exercising and lifting again. But, you know, I'm just like... Relaxing through well, maybe, it. I don't know maybe, if that's how I'm like getting through maybe the. Maybe it's that stats. time right now. Yeah, like see, look, like, maybe just like rolling through seasonal affective and just like trying my best and like this is that's my capacity
0: right now, I guess. Well, you know yourself better than anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So generally, for seasonal affective disorder, we just generally prescribe sleep exercise I'm nutrition, sleeping, a, I'm sleeping a and lot. Uh, well you have to have good sleep yeah. and then sociability being in touch with other human beings like-minded people mm-hmm. that support mm-hmm. you that you look forward to seeing
1: yeah yeah and they look I've been able to, to accomplish that. You. yeah I've been able to accomplish that this winter which is nice that's good that's well, a good if reminder
0: if you have people like that in your life then you're a fortunate man indeed mm-hmm. and uh, quite often we don't spend enough time in gratitude. Gratitude, being grateful for the things that we have, like you just mentioned, having a roof over your head, having a job that you okay with, that you work, that you're a professional wrestler, that you have socks that, uh, that match and yeah, you uh, know, you, matching gray sweats. You have a beard that I couldn't grow if I left lived multiple <laughs> lifetimes, but <laughs> it's, that's all
1: luck. Yeah.
0: If it's impossible, Ryan to have a mind of anxiety and a mind of gratitude at the same time. They, can, they cannot coexist. It's impossible. We'll be continuing our conversation with Ryan next week, a fascinating conversation delving into the depths of his soul and a free prescription for you, fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug that television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience without expectations, fish without bait. Do a kindness for another and do a kindness for yourself. Forgive yourself and forgive another. Till all are free, none are free. If we're all not the divine's children and none of us are, be good to yourself today and every day. Namaste. If you're interested in...